0: Exposes the Tricks of Spirit Mediums, by Anonymous, from The New York Times, November 13, 1911. Coffee Break Collection 24, Ghosts, Ghouls, and Spooky Things. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Colleen McMahon. Exposes the Tricks of Spirit Mediums. Joseph F. Wren shows how they can dupe a gathering and communicate with spooks. A man and woman protest. Announce that they are mediums. The woman gets offers of $3,000 to disprove fraud. Joseph F. Wren, president of the Brooklyn Philosophical Association, spoke yesterday afternoon at the Long Island Business College, South 8th Street, Brooklyn, on spiritualism. He produced mediumistic phenomena using the lingo of the profession, and then exposing the trickery. The meeting was a turbulent one because of the presence in the hall of believers in spiritualism. One man brought his own slates and paper, and a woman who said she had been a medium for 35 years stood up and denounced the affair, calling it a performance, and demanding to know whether Mr. Wrenn had a theatrical license for a Sunday performance. Before the meeting closed, she had received offers amounting to $3,000 if she would produce phenomena with no chance of fraud. She refused. Mr. Wren was one of those who investigated Euspatia Palladino, and he showed how the Italian woman did some of her tricks. In one case, he showed how a medium in a dark room, bound and blindfolded, could tell what the investigators had written and put in sealed envelopes, how to read a selected line in a book, and give demonstrations in noise-making and handing out spirit touches. In his opening address, Mr. Wren criticized the psychical research investigators, especially Professor Hislop. He said they were well-meaning, but not able to consider evidence. As a demonstration of telepathy, four men were called to the platform. A book was handed to them, and each was requested to write on the flyleaf two sets of figures. The book was then handed to a fourth man, and he added the figures. Then Mr. Wren, from another side of the platform, promptly called out the result. He then explained how it was done. In handing the book to the fourth man and getting off a side line of gesture, he had turned it over so that the figures added up by the fourth man were really the figures he had written there earlier in the evening on the last leaf of the book. Slips were passed about the audience and questions written on them. They were folded by the writers and passed to the platform. While this was going on, Mr. Ryn spoke of the difficulty in calling up spirits and gave the usual talk of a medium on such an occasion. He continued this while taking up the slips, placing each on his forehead and apparently answering the question. What he did do, he told his audience, was to keep one question ahead so that while apparently reading one question out loud, he was really reading the question to be answered next. It was at this point that a man insisted on turning in a question written on his own paper and sealed in an envelope he had brought. There was a protest against this, but Mr. Rind said he would make the test. The man was asked to write the name of some man well-known in history and seal it up. Mr. Wren went down into the audience, took the envelope, and returned to the platform, holding it in both hands. He placed it on the stand and, after a few minutes' talk, said the name written was that of Abraham Lincoln. It was, and the audience cheered. Mr. Wren then said that while walking to the platform, he had rubbed alcohol on the envelope and made it transparent. His talk, he said, was to give the spirits time to evaporate. Then followed slate-writing tricks. A magnet moved under a slate made a bit of pencil write no. He slipped his foot out of his shoe when another man thought he was holding both feet, and demonstrated how to write on a slate under a table holding a pencil with his toes. The same man wanted to know if Mr. Wren could write a message on a slate tied up in paper. Mr. Wren said he could, and the man said he had brought his own slate. He mounted the platform bringing with him two slates wrapped up in yellow paper. The demonstrator put the man in a chair and made passes over his head with the slates. While he talked of controls, a Confederate slipped up behind a screen and cleverly exchanged the slates as Rin waved them above the man's head. Then the Confederate slipped back of the screen and wrote the message, tied up the slates again and again exchanged them. It was in the interval before the second part of the program that the indignant woman medium got up to protest. She was allowed to take the platform. She said the tricks did nothing to disprove the truth of spiritualism, and that she had communication with spirits. Her remarks were greeted with some applause, but the majority in the audience jeered at her. She refused to give her name. You go to Professor Hislop's secretary if you want my name, she said. She knows who I am. The final demonstration took nearly an hour. The scene was supposed to be in a dark room, where a spiritualist was demonstrating psychic power to a committee of investigators. As the room could not be darkened, the five investigators and the medium were blindfolded. Before this was done, the committee agreed upon a line in a certain page of a book, wrote and sealed their questions, and securely bound Mr. Wren in a chair. As soon as the eyes of the investigators were bandaged, Mr. Wren skillfully slipped out of his bonds took off the bandage from his eyes, and proceeded to pound a desk, knock on the floor, and stamp about. Before the trick began, he had been carefully searched, yet he drew from his clothing a black bag and other paraphernalia necessary to do the trick. It was all simple when viewed from the audience. He picked up a chair and touched it to the laps of the members of the committee. Then he took off his shoes, and complaining that the spirits were lifting him up, He touched them with the soles on the knees, shoulders, and head, as though he were walking over them. He took the book and the sealed envelopes, pulled over his head the black bag, and read them by the light of an electric flashlight. It took skill to retie himself in the chair again, but he did it. End of Exposes the Tricks of Spirit Mediums Recording by Colleen McMahon